Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball time, turn on the fan. JD's coming on, he's a baseball man. I gotta get the scoop before I drive home from the kid from Queens calling Arlington home. Car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino, it's my daily. He rolls down his window and he started to say, It's all about making that kick ass tray. Cause the boys in the front office are always hard. Come talking that trash and they'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, skin, I ain't said spit. The John Daniels Show, brought to you by Evan Williams Bourbon and BMW, the ultimate driving machine. And joining us now is the GM of the Texas Rangers, John J.D. Daniels. How you doing, J.D.? I'm all right, guys. How are you, man? Hey, we appreciate you uh, you joining us here on the final the final visit of the season. And uh, I guess let's just dive in there and we'll start with what do you feel like you learned about your team, your manager, your players? What did you learn this season now that it's behind you? Uh, man, a lot. Um, start with, with Woody and the staff. I mean, um, you know, feel, felt strongly. We made it the right call at the time, feel better about it now. I mean, just his, um, he's got such a unique blend of like, like, uh, confidence and humility. If that makes sense. Like <clears throat> really intelligent, but really curious. And I think he was able to relate to the guys, you know, top to bottom. And when we got buy-in from some guys early, you saw it with, with Gallo or Calhoun kind of out of the shoot, and the other guys took some time. But I felt like by the end of the year, like guys understood what he was trying to accomplish and you know why we were presenting the information we were and, and why it was important. And um, you know, he, he said it in the in the press conference today, like there were times during the year where I would say, Hey, I think we need to address this or that. And he would think about it and he would be really thoughtful and say, yeah, like, yes, you're right. But this is why I want to wait. And, you know, there were times I felt like maybe, you know, could we be, have a little more sense of urgency, but you know, he was playing the long game and he was building relationships and equity with these guys. And I, I think he accomplished, I think we'll be better off going forward because of it, you know, on the team, um, you know, some really, really bright spots and some guys as well that, you know, uh, need to make some big jumps next year. I think they're capable of it, but, um, you know, whereas some guys really established themselves and, and Joey, I thought Willie took, took obviously a huge step and, you know, Danny Santana was, it was a you know great job by our scouts and, and Lynn and Meyer took, you know, big steps and the back end of the bullpen looked like it was solidifying with some real interesting arms. Like there are also a bunch of guys that, you know, we, we, uh, I think we got through to, on as from a preparation side and what they need to do. And maybe we even saw a little bit of turn at the end, but you know, we you need to see it kind of wire to wire and next year's going to be a, a big year for a number of guys. You know, maybe I'm uh misquoting you or I want to get, you know, what you meant. I'm sure you're responding to that, uh, that press conference from earlier, but a lot of people were reporting that you said you wanted to trade a left-handed bat in the off season. Is, is that accurate? I said, we're going to be open to it. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think, Jeff Wilson, I'd ask the question that, you know, between 
uh, Maz and Joey and Willie and, and Chu that we've got four guys basically for three spots. Um, and, uh, you know, they said, do you have to trade one of them? And I said, no, we don't have to, you know, guys have options or, you know, you could carry, we're going to have extra player on the bench next year and have 26 man roster. So you could in theory, you know, carry an extra bat and, and do some different things that way. But, you know, we have other needs and, um, yeah, it makes sense for us to, to at least explore that. What do you make of the season you just saw from Rugnet Odor? Um, well, I'm going to start with the, the positive, which was that I saw a really um, good self-evaluation towards the end. Uh, you know, I, I saw a guy that when we sat down with him, um, not only could he, you know, talk about what some of the things he was doing wrong, but he's also very aware. He even said, he goes, hey, I know – you know, that, that there's some criticism of kind of the way, you know, that I carry myself on the field that it looks like I don't care. He goes, no, that's, that's just how, that's just me. Like I, I, I give off that vibe and he goes, it's killing me inside. You know, that's what he said though. He goes, it's killing me inside that you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I know, you know, how much better the team would be if I was playing to my abilities. And so that was good. And I, and I really saw him kind of start to understand what it was we we're trying to accomplish and be open to training in a different way. And you know, I don't want to make too much of September, but he did, you know, did perform fairly well against some better pitching. You know, the flip side is he, you know, we can't win with that kind of production, right? And we just, you know, 30 and 90 is great, but you know, you, you, with, with two to three months of, you know, really subpar performance and inconsistent defense and, you know, stole stealing bags at a 50% clip, like that doesn't work. It's not a championship caliber performance. And um, so he's shown, you know, last year he, he was a defense, he defended at, at an elite clip. We've seen what he's capable of when he's locked in offensively. Like, you know, we've got to be able to put it all together. And I, I think the, the good thing is one, he understands it too. We've got some guys that, whether it's Solak or Danny or these guys that are going to provide some competition and, um, you know, I, I think I think we started to see Ruggie respond. You know, I'm really interested in this as we talk to John Daniels here on the Ben and Skin Show. I asked this to Eric Nadell earlier, and I think it kind of works in conjunction with the competition at second base. Is next year's third baseman currently in the organization? I don't know, man. I mean, we're definitely going to look outside uh, in that particular spot. Um, and see if there's the right fit for us. Now, obviously, there's some good players available, but you know, there's a lot of other teams going to be involved in that, so we'll see. Um, but if uh, if we do bring in somebody in from the outside, whether it's trade or free agent or whatever, then you know you, whether it's, it's Danny or Solak or, or Kiner, I, mean, I think you, you've now created some additional competition at other spots as well. So in, in terms of team building, you guys are at an interesting crossroads moving into a new stadium, a lot of young talent now coming up, and you know, it's a couple veteran pitchers who are really, really good, and, and you could be a few pieces away. Uh, but obviously a lot of that comes down to is it trades? Is it, is it uh, you know, is it uh, – how are you going to go about acquiring that talent? I'll just ask you like this. Do you feel like ownership is going to allow you to go out and be a significant player in the free agent market? Yeah, we're going to be involved, you know, now what, uh, you know, where that ends up. I don't know, honestly. I mean, I, I, so much of it's going to be market driven and, and what the, 
you know, what the going rates are and what the acquisition cost is, whether it's trade or free agency. But we're going to be involved. The last couple of years, we're kind of, you know, more at the middle tier for agency, middle to bottom. Um, you know, that's where we got Lynn. That's where we got Miner. Uh, I think we're going to be, you know, looking at a, at a bigger pool of players this year. Um, our, you know, our payroll is going to go up uh, with the new ballpark. You know, we don't have like a final, final number on kind of what that's going to, going to be just yet. But, um, you know, we made a decision a few years back that while, you know, other teams kind of, you use the term like tanking or, or use a strategy, I should say, kind of tanking and they got the, the top draft picks. We were going to do it uh, more the way we've done it in the past, which is just a gradual team building and, you know, adding pieces uh, both internally and externally as, as the opportunities come up. And so I feel like we've done that. We've got some like legitimate championship caliber players here. We need, you know, quite a, quite a bit more. and We need to develop some other guys into that group as well. Is there a specific thing over anything else that you feel like you guys need? Probably the top two areas that I see us looking at would be starting pitching and third base. Um, I think those are probably the two areas that that we'd like to address uh, if we can. Um, you can make a, a real case that we can upgrade a number of other spots, right? Uh, um, and we're not going to do so externally in all these areas. Like Some of them are going to be – competition from within or, or development of guys from within, but, you know, catcher, first base, center field are areas that, you know, we could be, we could be better in as well. You know, we've, we've talked about kind of the approach and of this team and, and uh, of your front office with regard to the catcher position. And, you know, at times there's, there's been players there for you guys who have been more offensive leaning. And then uh, at times there's been more defensive leaning guys. Ideally you'd find somebody who could do both, but those guys are a little bit like unicorns and really hard to find. So it, where is your thought process on that moving forward as you build this team? Would you like to kind of stay in def- with defensive minded guys? Or if you had to choose between offense and defense, would you go with an offensive guy? You know, we made the call last year to, to focus on the defensive side. Uh, you know, we, we made the decision with Robbie and, and brought in Jeff. Um, and ultimately, like, you know, Jeff was hurt uh, for part of the year, and you know, we really pushed him. Uh, he's, he'd been a, you know, 60-game or so guy, and he'd caught, you know, 80 games by September 1st this year. And, you know, his back got hurt, and I think that's, you know, directly related to the workload. And, and you saw some of his defensive metrics come down. So, um, I, ultimately, I still see it as a defensive position first. Um, we need to give our pitchers every advantage that we can. You now, when you got like Mike Napoli circa 2011, you know, the 900 OPS and 30 bombs in the catcher spot, like that's such a dramatic, you know, competitive advantage that that you, you know, that that, that changes how you look at it. But barring something like that, like we're going to prioritize defense there. We were talking about this earlier. When are you going to know the exact dimensions of the new ballpark? Because sometimes that can impact free agency, right? If you're if it's going to favor a certain type of hitter and some of these kinds of things. So when do you know that you can utilize specific things about the ballpark into your free agent pitch, so to speak? I mean, we can now. I mean, I think a lot of the things that we'll pitch will be more behind the scenes, the clubhouse, the amenities, the uh, kind of the, the different training elements that we're going to have uh, for, the, for the players. Um, as far as the, the field, I don't know that we – I, I personally don't feel like I have a great sense of how it's going to play. Uh, the dimensions are going to be not exact, but similar to our current park. 
meaning, you know, a, a shorter right field than left field. Um, the, the outfield, total outfield, excuse me, the foul territory, total foul territory area is going to be somewhat similar, although shaped a little bit different. But you know, we don't know how it's going to play with the lack of wind when the roof's closed or the AC or, you know, the, 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 the that we face a different direction, you know, home plate faces different direction than it did now the alignment's different so you know i don't know i mean i just i don't know how the ball is going to travel how it's going to fly i don't i don't think that the the uh surface is going to have a, any sort of significant difference if anything we think it might slow the ball down take more meaning ground balls might not have the same pace getting through the infield because you know you, you with the with the roof closed at times when and the sun not baking on the dirt it won't get quite as dried out and not quite as hard so we think that should be a plus for our pitching staff. But until we get in there and play a season, we're not going to know 100%. Man, I really think you guys have done a great job with your legacy program, for lack of a better term, just the, just the way you guys have approached that, being a lifelong Ranger fan. You know, things uh, there's there's a rich history here, but not too rich, only since like 72. Uh, but I feel like what you guys have done with Beltre and Michael Young and Josh Hamilton and now uh, just the way you guys sent out Globe Life Park, I I have immense respect for that. I thought it was incredibly well done. And uh, is all of that tied together? Is there somebody in charge of all of that? Is that an organizational thing? Because I, I kind of see all of those things working in conjunction. Is that fair? Yeah. Well, first I agree with you. It was um, it was a lot of fun this weekend, man. The, the, the obviously the last day was spectacular. The fans were awesome. Uh, responded to the ballpark. Responded to the alumni coming back, and then the team fit off that. And, you know, won won a series and won a, played a great game on Saturday, on Sunday. Um, that was awesome. And then to have everybody back well, was cool. You know, John Blake and Chuck Morgan kind of take the lead in that regard. Uh, they did a, I thought, a really really good job. But you know, we listen. We want to like connect to connect to different generations. Um, you know, the 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 teams that that kind of established themselves here, the teams that won the fans over and and one, the ability to build this current ballpark, the, the teams in the 90s that, you know, made the playoffs three out of four years and, and the, you know, some of the great uh, performances there. And then obviously the teams in the 2000s, the World Series teams, and, and that kind of blends right into the current club. And it was just cool to see everybody back. It was cool to see the way the fans reacted. Obviously Nolan coming back and throwing out the first pitch was kind of the cherry on top. And, um yeah, I think it's on us to continue building that legacy to maintain good relationships with these players, and and I think our future guys can can learn a lot from uh, these guys coming back as well. Everybody is always, of course, interested of you and Nolan uh, having an opportunity to visit. Did you guys get a chance to talk, and and what was that like? I didn't. I didn't see him uh, that day. Um, in large part, I I kind of got out of the way early. There was so much going on. Uh, we had the president here and different alumni and. Um, so I was kind of with my, my family and our group, uh, up in our suite and just kind of watch the things unfold separately. And we heard that he was only there for like 15 minutes or so, but, uh, that was really cool having him back in the park and, and man, thank you so much for taking the time. You don't have to do these interviews. Somehow we've tricked you into doing them every year. And, and I promise you, we're going to try again to trick you into doing it again next year. Uh, but, uh, we're certainly grateful for the time and really glad that you come on with us every week. So thanks again for another season. Yeah, anytime, guys. I, I appreciate your perspective on things, and you know, I've told you guys, uh, first of your fans, I appreciate that you take the kind of carry the the message out to our fans. But you know, I'm always happy to answer any questions, whether they're 
softballs or, or tougher ones and you know want to try to be as transparent with what we're trying to do here with our fans as possible awesome stuff man and uh i have a feeling it's going to be an exciting off season so you best believe we're going to be hollering at you trying to get you back on the airwave soon thanks again and enjoy some much deserved off time and we'll talk to you here down the road all right guys thank you all right there he goes john daniels another another fun season of visiting with him every week john what do you really think of my well, daily just said goodbye to him but that would have been a good question that was good okay get him back get on him back shippy. shippy if you can okay for the follow-up Lee, why didn't you tell us you had that gold he said he was willing to answer any question <laughs> <laughs> yeah sean have you ever covered up a murder i think he really likes him this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.